Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. and shit uh-uh. 114 yeah oh i was looking at a um it's gonna cool off like yeah. it's still gonna be hot here but it's gonna be cooler than it usually is i was looking at a weather map and it's like in the united states there's this blue bubble around the southwest all right and then the rest of it's hot as shit <laughs> yeah i saw i saw that uh in, i saw that over here they're like yeah they go in the on the um, on the east, you know, Georgia and North Carolina and South Carolina, it's gonna be like 105, 100. The index with the humidity and the heat total is gonna be like 104, 105. And then they go, but it's gonna be nice and cool out west. Like, yeah, here was I think the hottest was yesterday, 92 degrees. This was all right. I mean, it was like I'm I'm okay. You know, it's like it wasn't bad. Just had a few fans on. Everything everything is cool. And then they're like starting to slowly cool off. And then by, I think, 4th of July, it's like 85. It's going to be upper 80s. So it's like, okay, that's that's cool, you know, and, and we're we're good. So we're not going to have the 100 and, you know, 204 that we had the last time. But then I hear yeah. like France, it was like, you know, they go in France, they have, it's going to be 114 yesterday and today. And I was like, geez, and they're like, and the big downside is that it never gets that hot so people don't have air conditioning it's the same in germany i heard too yeah. like it's been like it was like 99 in germany yeah. and they were all freaking out because none of them have air conditioning and then they're like they were saying well let's just start our work day earlier <laughs> and like they were they don't know what to do yeah and it's like oh i'm sure that like, is what it is i'm sure like shopping malls and movie theaters were were packed you yeah know? but yeah i know and i go well yeah I, I hear that like their weather's like san francisco nobody has ac in san francisco yeah, it's cold. It's usually cold in the winter, but the summers are nice. Yeah. You know, it was um 109 today. That's not bad over there. The, with a low of 80. Yeah, with a low of 80. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, that's just. I don't even, I really don't even notice anymore. To be completely well, you, honest. You like AC, so it's not too bad. Huh? 
when you have AC and then you make the dash out into the heat and then back into AC, it doesn't feel as bad. Well, yeah, but all of Arizona is that way. No one doesn't have AC here. That would be retarded. Well, no, I know that, but I'm saying, yeah, but it, when you don't have AC and it's that, it becomes like you're, oh, yeah. you're, you're ready to shoot somebody. Yeah, probably so. Primarily yourself. <laughs> yeah, like when, the, when, any, when AC goes out here, people are like, bye. They like close businesses. They're like, no way. It's too hot. You yeah. can't. You could be like our AC broke one time and we got this huge industrial fan. And it was about this temperature. It was like 109, 110. Or 110, 110. And um, they put the opened all the windows, put the big industrial fan was loud as fuck. You couldn't hear anything up on the front window. And it, the air was constantly circulating in the house. It was like 85 in the house. Yeah. It wasn't even that bad. And the, the, because that whole, it's a dry heat. It's dumb when you're sweating your ass off. Right. But if you if you know that going in, you can solve the problem pretty easily. Oh, yeah. You know, well, even that, a swamp cooler. Yeah, that's the thing is that, like, yeah, some people say, like, Rahi, whatever the fuck that is. It's like, no, if you want to have, um, you know, muggy weather, that's brutal. Like, yeah, I, 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 told, I told John, I go, you know, I go, when it gets 104, but it's dry, I'm fine. I can just sit in front of a fan and like, you know, do whatever. And I can actually be okay. I can, I can be fine in it. But when it, when it's 95 degrees and it's muggy as fuck, kill me. Just fucking, actually, I'll just drown in my own sweat. Like that's. (laughs) And the only thing in Arizona is you have to make sure you're constantly drinking water if you're going to be outside because that shit will sneak up on you. Yeah. You know, it's with how dry it is out, but. Kind of like how you are in a public bathroom. That's right. <laughs> Just sneak up. <laughs> um, but no, I, I and in this time of time of year, you hear a lot of that. Like it's so fucking hot. I might as well just fucking die. Fuck the and I'm like, oh my god, you've lived here for how long? Right, exactly. Like you know what's happening. <laughs> you know, like just knock it off. And then the winter happens, it's so fucking cold. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm like, oh my god. Uh <laughs> oh, so you've migrated completely over to Windows, huh? Yeah, oh, fuck it. Hmm. I don't care. I don't care anymore. It's it, you know I was kind of bummed out about it too because it's just like everybody gives me a fucking hard time. I'm not, I'm like, not giving you a hard time. I was just asking you because you had mentioned it yesterday. It's not that I'm not emotionally scarred by it. I mean, like people <laughs> wanted people want me to do things that require Windows, you know, and I'm like I don't even fucking care. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> but I've been using it. It's been working just fine. I rarely, I rarely have issues with viruses and shit because if you know what you're doing, it's not yeah. that big of a deal. Um, yeah, like for, in my experience, anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, um, I mean, if you're not, if you're not looking for that unusual porn, you yeah, know, if you're not being weird. <laughs> um, and and I said, fuck it. I might as well, as as like a little mini experiment, I might as well go balls deep and just fucking all Microsoft, all everything. So I've been using like. I've been on the Android phone because my iPhone's broke, and hmm. I'll I fucking use their the Microsoft launcher, and I'm using Outlook, and I'm using everything's Microsoft works just fine, no issues, you know. Yeah. So, well, that's good, and better than Google. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I just don't like Google. Yeah, I'm just tired of Google. Yeah, no, I, I yeah I know what you were saying about like I think you said this last week when we were talking about um. Uh, privacy settings like Microsoft pretty much sets it to general which is like we have access to almost everything but you can adjust a lot of it yeah you know 
and some of them too if you want to get if you want to get a little deeper and go into the registry and and you can really turn some shit off yeah you know but who cares <laughs> yeah i know it's it gets to the point where in order to be a hundred percent private other than never using a computer or an electronic <laughs> device connected to the internet. Right. That's I was going to say, yeah, connected to the internet. You would have to use the most inconvenient fucking way of, of using a computer. Yeah. Like everything would be a pain. And I've tried it. I've tried just as an, I'd like to do like, oh, let's do, let's use all this and see what happens. And I've done, <laughs> it's so fucking inconvenient. <laughs> everything takes longer. And some people love that. Some people love that they're, really close to the metal of their machine and that they're in the command line for everything. And I'm like, a lot of times, man, I get home from work. I don't want to fuck with that. Yeah. I just want to turn my computer on. And Linux does that too, you know, but then Linux too, if you're using one of the big mainstream ones, that isn't going to break every five seconds, unless you know, every in and out you there, they have privacy issues too sometimes. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you're damned if you do damned if you don't. So you might as well just pick a company that you're okay with. Like which I, I was explaining to my friend, which tech company would you be okay having a beer with? Like if they were a person, you know what I mean? Like would you be cool with having a drink with Google? Nah, you probably try to steal my fucking wallet. Um, <laughs> no, Linux, when, when the when the when the credit card came back, they would take the card. Like they would right. take your credit card. Linux, yeah, he'd be cool. But he'd only want to drink like a craft beer that they don't sell at the fucking bar that it's you're a hipster, at. It's a hipster. It's, it's a hipster. Uh, hipster shit. And you have to do some weird shit. Microsoft, he drinks fucking Coors Banquet. <laughs> you know, he's, he's kind of easygoing, does whatever you want. He could fuck you over if you allow him to. Right. But m- m- mainly out of his own fucking stupidity, not because he's trying to. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> So it's like, all right, fine. I'll have, I'll have a beer at fucking Microsoft. You know, one of the things, you know, something you had mentioned, I kind of really thought about it, and I thought, you know, there's never been an issue with Microsoft stealing shit. It's always Microsoft's shit breaking. Yeah, just fucking up. Yeah, that's always been like people go, oh, of course, Windows has to do this, you know. But then we, we, we have to keep in mind, too, and I forget this, too. You know, I'll get, I've been on fucking many soapboxes <laughs> in my days. And I'll, I'll fucking hang Microsoft out to drive. We forget they're the oldest one too. Yeah. They've been around for a long time. You know, they've made a lot of mistakes along the way. A lot but, of mistakes. <laughs> right. But the product that they have now, learning from all of that. Because you'll see sometimes like Google's like, yeah, we fucking take your – who cares? Yeah. And they don't even address it. Like, they're just like whatever. That's the way it is. Microsoft's like we already know that people don't like that. You know, because yeah. we already know, like we're not fucking retarded, right? But you if, know, if you so. want to hand over some information, do so. If not, don't. But this, right. here's your here's your option. I think that's really what it is. Yeah. You know, somebody is printing something all of a sudden. <laughs> my wireless printer. Um. But yeah, I, I was like, and who knows? It could be fucking a couple months from now. I'm like, fuck this shit, and I do something else. Right. That's just the way. That's me. That's just how I do. But um, it is the cooler thing. The the one thing I do like is the convenience, as as opposed to Linux, because using Microsoft shit, it's on everything, right? You know, it's it's all integrates with its with itself. You know, at you least know? it's going to work. I know it's going to work. I don't have to worry about it. You know, yeah, maybe an update. I set my thing to only update 
seven days after the update comes out. Hmm. So I figure they usually fix it within a few days. Yeah. So fine, I'll just get it when it's fixed. Hmm. You know, like whatever. Right. And they haven't really been fucking up lately either. The the last couple updates are fine. You know, and yeah, my um, desktop still won't. Inst- it installs and then it says up oh, rolling back and then it goes through. Uh, I'm like whatever. It'll happen. I like. I know it's stupid and people laugh at me. I like Bing. <laughs> I've always liked Bing. I like Bing. The thing is, is I don't really like it that much for searching images. I don't have a problem with it. I've noticed that it's a little, it's a little, I don't know, when I'm trying to search, well, when I'm trying to search images for things like for the site or, you know, for like podcasts and stuff like that, I have a little, I don't know what it is, but there's sometimes it's a little, it's weird. It glitches out on me for some reason, and I don't know why. Um, but then I just go over to Google, do Google images there and it's fine. Um, so I don't know. It just, I don't know. But one thing that I, I did know, and you guys listened last week, you know, we, t- we gave our review of the, uh, Chromium, uh, based, uh, edge browser. Um, they update like Google and Firefox. It's not a big production. It's just, you open it and then suddenly it's like, Hey, we up, you got the current build. Here's all the stuff that's cool. Here's all the stuff that we have about it. Hey, we got this feature. This is how you do it. And we got all the shit that you guys complained about, but we fixed down below. Yeah. Also, let me say, I turned on uh, my computer today and I opened OneNote and a little pop-up said, hey, uh, you have dark mode now. So um, you're welcome. Yeah. And I was like, thank fucking God. (laughs) And it's wonderful. You know, so yeah, I'm still using the... um, the edge uh, developer preview. Yeah. No complaints still works yeah, perfectly still, fine. Still no complaints works, uh, works fine. I have no, no issues with it at all still. Um, in fact, I kind of forget sometimes that I am using that one because it's, it, yeah, me too. Yeah. Because it's just, it, it's basically Chrome, you know, but without all that extra eavesdropping bullshit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Fucking, I don't know. Google, I just don't trust them, bro. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Or and people look or at me funny too. They'll be like, "How could you not use Google?" And I'm like, "It's not fucking difficult." Yeah. Like it's <laughs> you just use something. I mean, different. they still have me. They still have me with YouTube. So it's like YouTube. Yeah. I still use. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Like there, there is no alternative. People will say there, there isn't. Yeah, there isn't. There, everyone's on YouTube. YouTube is this such a massive repository of information. Like it's like a video library. Like if I need to know how to do something, it's on there, even for some obscure shit. You know what what scares me though is that one day when humanity's kind of killed itself off and aliens come here, they're gonna find Wikipedia and they're gonna find YouTube. And that's the representation of humanity. And yeah. gonna, that they're gonna be a big face palm when you see that. Right. <laughs> but like, then on the on the flip though, yeah, YouTube is the only service I use, but it's also the only service the reason I'm using it is not because of Google. Right. It's because. It's this content that's on it. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying Google's like the worst thing on the planet. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's not for me. They just piss me off. Yeah. You know. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks. Now we get into the intro. 15 minutes in. Uh, no, fuck that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. All right. So, yes, we're heading into. I don't know, 4th of July week, weekend, since it's like mm-hmm. Thursday. Um, so any plans? Um, no, I have the 4th of July off 
And since the 4th of July is a Thursday, I took Friday off. I was like, fuck that. Right. Um, and I'm just going to chill. That's my payday. Um, not that that means much these days, but, um, <laughs> uh, maybe try to, maybe try to take the kids out to like dollar theater or something like that, you know, do something crazy, but I don't know. I kind of want to, um, get a grill cause I don't have one. We had one. I don't have one. I want like an electric one, oh. but then I live in Arizona and I'm like, can I just cook this on the stove and the AC? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to be outside doing this. You know, so or maybe just, get some steaks or, or just get a um just get a, a a cookie sheet with a little rack on there, place the steaks outside in the sun, and then just For step real. and then go back inside and then come back like five minutes later, flip them over. Oh shit. <laughs> hey, put the garlic on that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who moved yep. the mirror for the spotlight? <laughs> but um other than that, I mean, my kids are on vacation anyway. Right. Um but other than that, no, I don't have any big plans. That's cool. Um yeah, nothing here. Uh, I mean, we're going to probably end up having like, you know, a little barbecue, just like burgers, hot dogs, whatever. Um, and then just sit out on our driveway and watch the neighborhood fireworks go off. Yeah. <laughs> Which happens in about a 90 degree radius. Yeah, because anywhere from directly behind our house to up towards Satakoy to behind the apartments across the street. Um, so, yeah, we get to see those and. Uh, River, the little dog, she, when fireworks start, she just starts barking like a motherfucker um, and just starts like freaking out. Banners just looks around like, what the fuck? And then goes right back to sleep. <laughs> Nothing shakes that dog. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. Weather's supposed to be nice too, so it should be all right. We'll just hope no one starts a fucking fire. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we're ready for that. We've already had two small ones, uh, not here locally, but you know, still out this way. So it's like, well, it's a, I had a, we time. had a huge one. I, I don't know if it's still going on, but it was on the other side of the mountain that I live by. And it has, there's no way of it getting to us, but it was, um, the smoke was like, ser- it looked like fucking Mordor, that fucking oh, mountain. Yeah, I hate that shit. Like, it was crazy. That was like that when we had the fires over here in Calabasas and all that. And yeah, it started to look like, <laughs> I expected to see fucking Frodo and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Sam walking down with the fucking ring and shit. Right. And you're like, oh, this is sucks. Or you see Darth Vader just rolling through just in the neighborhood. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like Mustafar or whatever. Uh, so, all right. Well, uh, summer's finally here because we're not boiling and it's just like, but it's comfortable. If you're on the East Coast or I know some, we have some listeners in France and Germany. We know how fucking hot it is over there. We've heard. Um, yeah. Good luck to you. Because we, I know what that heat is like, and Adam does too on a daily basis for Adam. Um, but we get those for stretches here in in, Cal, in LA. So <clears throat> good luck to you guys. Um, but uh, on that note, I guess we can jump into short takes. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, remember when going to Comic Con was a huge deal? It used to be. It used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently not for many studios. Along with Universal and Warner Brothers Film uh, Department skipping the event this year, Sony is joining them in the skip. To be fair, Spider-Man Far From Home will be out before the event, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's new flick, will be out just after. They have nothing new coming out until very late in 2019 and early 2020. Warner Brothers TV division will be there as as will Disney and Lionsgate. Yeah, you're seeing less and less people go, and there's big fucking companies too. 
Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, what was it? Like, I think around the time that you and I went, it was like the peak. And then yeah. after that, it was like, you know, because going to Comic-Con didn't guarantee the movie was going to be huge. You just ask movies like Scott Pilgrim and stuff like that, you know, those <laughs> movies kind of tanked, but... You know, and I love Scott Pilgrim. Though that movie's that awesome. movie is so good. It's so underrated. Yeah, you know? uh, but yeah, but it, it's just like stuff like that. You know, and you're just kind of like, that's cool. I mean, still cool to get the experience. But if you're looking to get like all the biggest news, I mean, Marvel this year should be big because th- we're, we should be expecting Phase Four. Yeah, in, uh, in this in this whole thing, so that'll be cool. All right, but uh, this week. Spotify is claiming that they overpaid royalties to songwriters. Uh, while they're currently appealing a new rule that will increase royalties, due to their error, Spotify wants everyone to pay to um, everyone to pay back the overpayments. Quote: Rather than collect the 2018 overpayment immediately, we have offered an extended the um, offer to extend the recoup period through the end of 2019 in order to minimize the impact of the adjusting and the adjustment on publishing companies, the spokesperson said. So basically like companies, well, you don't have to pay it back. You don't have to pay it up front, but you can do monthly payments if you want. You owe me money though. <laughs> right, yeah. Bitch, you better That's, have my money is really what they're I, trying honestly, to say. Honestly, I'd be like, listen, <laughs> You overpaid me, bitch. I, I don't, that's your problem. <laughs> right. That money is spent. <laughs> bitch Taylor better have Swift my just money. bought a new house. <laughs> yeah. Bitch better have my money is what I'm trying to say. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Uh, when Apple started using Samsung's OLED uh, screens for their higher-end iPhones, there was an expectation of how many they will purchase. Unfortunately, sales of the newer iPhone fell below expectations. <laughs> Korea's ET News reports that Apple now owes Samsung a penalty in the amount of hundreds of millions of dollars. Instead of paying cash, however, the report claims Apple has offered multiple options, including committing to OLED display orders for future products like tablets and notebooks, such as an all-new 16-inch MacBook Pro and future iPad Pro models. Um, Sounds like Samsung has Apple by the balls right now. (laughs) I know, right? I mean... well, yeah, I mean, you know, Samsung's really the only one that has a really good OLED screen. Um, although some people on the higher-end iPhones kind of complain about it, but you, it's whatever. You guys aren't used to OLED screens, so, you know, get over that. But, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like, like I was reading this, and I go, you know, it sounds legit. Like, it sounds like that would be something, because, you know, Apple's not going to lock themselves in a corner, like, oh, well, because Apple already kind of knew sales of the new iPhones, like the iPhone 10 and stuff like that, were starting to slowly tick, trickle down. So they had to have another option. And this might be a way of them saying, hey, well, since we don't really want to pay you all that money that we actually won in that lawsuit from you, uh, we don't want to send it all back to you. Uh, how about we do this, though? So it's kind of their a way for them to kind of, yeah, we can offer these devices out without actually having to have a separate contract or increase the order, you know. Wasn't um, cell phone flagship sales have gone down across the board, haven't they? Yeah. I think, I think they've gotten, they have hit that price point where people are like, all right. <laughs> I don't need you to know, spend $1,000 for a phone. a little silly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like $1,000 for a new iPhone. I think we can move, we can, you know, we can... Uh, Forget about that for real quick. Like, there's certain people that will pay it for good reason. Like, if you're 
if you're like a, a mortgage banker and you're always traveling and stuff like that, yeah, you need something powerful in your pocket that they can sign docs on or, or just that is reliable and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Maybe you travel all the time. You want it for entertainment too. Okay, I get it. Right. And, it's, and it's your money. You know right. what I mean? Like I have a Note 8. I'm not going to talk shit. I've had it since it came out. But um, we really don't need these phones. <laughs> oh, I know. You know, I mean, I mean my so, phone, I, the most I'm complicated so, thing it does is um, Reddit. Meh. I think. Like, I don't know. I mean, I still, I'm still rocking my Galaxy 8, you know. Yeah, perfectly so it's fine. Like, and it's like it works fine. The only, the, only, the only reason I would ever change it is because I'd get tired of it. And that would be the only reason to change it. Or if I had right. money to get an iPhone, I'll get an iPhone. Right. <laughs> uh, but even iPhone, even Apple knows because they're making the quote unquote budget model. Right. Um, yeah. You know, and that's a more reasonable. It's still high end, but it's more reasonable price. Yeah. And that's you like, know. you know, I, I read rumors. What was it? Just before the iPhone 10 came out of iPhone's going to um, Apple's going to drop all of them. Just go focus on high end luxury um, iPhones. Like, oh, no, they're not. I doubt it. They're not stupid. This was They'll before make the no 10. money. This was before the ten. I go bullshit. I go. They're not going to do that because they're gonna they're gonna still need to keep that base market in there because if you're gonna you're gonna be selling a lot fewer high end stuff, you're not gonna be making the same money. So I mean, because if that was the case, then why are we seeing you know Apple News Plus and Apple TV Plus and Apple Plus Plus Plus? You know, we wouldn't be seeing that if that was the case. So it's like no, that I don't see that ever happening. In fact, I see a lot more smaller models coming out. I, I would see like they may make fewer big phones like, oh yeah, the, you know, the, if, the iPhone luxurious model, you know, or it just, you know, it has all of this cool stuff. And then we got the other iPhones that still do all the kind of stuff like this, but it doesn't have the nice looks of this. So, you know, it's like, mm, yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah. But in, in Apple related news, Apple is making its $6,000 Mac Pro in China, according to the Wall Street Journal. That's not entirely surprising given that most of Apple's products are made there anyway. The Mac Pro was Apple's last major product manufactured in the U.S. The decision is an about-face from 2013 when Apple bragged about its plans to keep Mac Pro production domestic. According to the Wall, um, to the Wall Street Journal um, sources, Apple will work with Quanta Computer Inc., out of a factory near Shanghai, the facility is close to other Apple suppliers, which could help the company lower its shipping costs and manufacturing labor costs in China are still much lower than those of the U.S., but that price ain't coming down, though. Yeah, that computer's really expensive. <laughs> it is impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's, but- I, I, the, dem- the demo of it doing so, this so many shit at once and stuff like that, but it's just, I don't know. I don't think that computer's built for us, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I don't know who that computer is built for, really. Like developers, I'm, like people who are making things. <laughs> Thanks for explaining. Not people. That to me. Not people. Well, you know, <laughs> we're making a podcast. We're not, we're not making new fucking music and <laughs> blockbuster movies and shit. <laughs> hey, you you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know my life. <laughs> I will read this headline because it's my turn. Bitches. And by the way, so, we're going into headlines. By the way, in the headlines, okay? Um, before I read this headline, though, I'm going to do something here Uh-oh. that will help me see it. And that's make it bigger. Oh, I'll right. glasses? <laughs> My glasses don't work anymore. I don't know what's going on. 
On Thursday, Twitter rolled out a new notice for tweets um, belonging to public figures that break its community guidelines. Now, if a figure like President Donald Trump were to tweet something that broke the rules, Twitter will hide said tweet. The platform could notify users of the violation and lessen the, the reach of the tweet. Twitter will hide questionable tweets from accounts belonging to questionable to I'm sorry to, pro- <laughs> to questionable political figures. figures. <laughs> to questionable figures makes makes sense. Yeah, it still works. Um, <laughs> verified users and accounts with more than a hundred thousand followers. Uh, if a tweet is flagged as violating platform rules, a team of people from across the company will decide whether it is a matter of public interest. If so, a light gray box will appear um, before the tweet, notifying users that it's in violation. It will remain available to users who click through the box. In theory, this could preserve the tweet as part of the public record without allowing it to be promoted to new audiences through the Twitter platform. Quote, in the past, we've we've allowed certain tweets that violated our rules to remain on Twitter because they were in the public's interest. But it, it wasn't clear uh, when and how we would we made those determinations. Twitter's safety team wrote in a blog post Serving the public conversation includes providing the ability for anyone to talk about what matters to them. This can be especially important when engaging with government officials and political figures. If a tweet receives this notice, Twitter will feature it less on the platform. It will no longer appear in Safe Search, the top tweets timeline, live events pages, recommended push notifications, the notifications tab, or the explore page. I go to none of those things. Uh, (laughs) The notice will not be applied retroactively, and it will only appear on tweets in violation. It's unclear how often this new disclosure will be used, and Twitter wrote in its blog post today that it expects that this notice uh, will rarely be applied. By nature of of their positions, these leaders have outsized influence uh, and sometimes say things that could be considered controversial or invite debate and disgust. Today's blog read, a critical function of our service is providing a place where people can openly and publicly respond to their leaders and hold them accountable. So censorship. <laughs> but it's an interesting thing where it's censored, but you can still see it. Right. It's not If like, you choose to see it. Yeah, because, I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, they, they really... Twitter was kind of in this weird place. Like they could do that, but at the same time, you have to kind of be careful with that because, you know, it can easily be turned around and made to be, you know, censoring one side or the other or one view versus the other. But also, you know, lawsuits happened that said that public figures can't block, like uh, political, offic- political officials can't block people from their Twitter feed because that is a way of communicating with the constituents. Ergo, you can't have Twitter doing the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, blocking people for saying something. Like regardless of how annoying or how much you hate hearing some of these uh, people <clears throat> uh, talk their bullshit, you know, it's like, it, it, you know, it's going to be there. But Seth, But now you won't see it if you don't follow that person. Right, exactly. So... You know, but one of the things that I thought was interesting, Seth MacFarlane was on um, uh, Real Time with uh, Bill Maher, and he brought up a good point. He goes, and it's always something that uh, that we've always kind of thought is, at what point are we not responsible 
like, you know, he goes, when we see these, like, you know, we, we rely so much on these private companies to try to monitor the content on here as opposed to us who don't like this content, um, you know, like speaking up and saying, hey, this is wrong. This is why. He's like, instead of us being able to, you know, ha keep up the same argument, but, you know, fighting the other side as opposed to just, you know, oh, well, I don't want to see it because it bothers me. Right. You know, and and I thought that that was a really, really good point. And I've always kind of thought that, too, of like, yeah, I get it. You know, we don't want bullshit out there, you know, and, and we're going <laughs> to we'll talk about YouTube in a minute. Um, but at the same time, I kind of thought like. At what point do, and you know, we've, we've talked about this, is at what point are we at fault? Like, as, as, you know, people that, you know, when you retweet it and then you say, like, the problem is, is like people say, like, well, I retweet it and say this because I want them to know it's bullshit. The problem is, is you're still promoting that content. You know, and so once you retweet it, your followers and people that follow you will see that, see what you said, but then you're actually still promoted because the people are going to go there and read it you know it's but then but if they if they're doing it where it says this is in violation and i've seen some some sites do have been doing that for years we're like hey this isn't this is against the rules but if you click on it you can read it right i don't see an issue because right. if it really was a problem you wouldn't click on it but see the thing is everyone's going to click on it anyway yeah you know, they're going to be curious and they're going to click on it but it should be well you don't get the right to complain now because we told you yeah. You know, I, I kind of like it. I like it because it allows um, ultimate freedom, but also it's 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 blending the freedom with the censorship. Yeah. For people who are, in, quote unquote, important. <laughs> um, but then who determines think, who's important? <laughs> right. I think that's kind of I think it's good because. There's some days where you don't want to see it. and There's some days that you do. You right. know, I guess I don't know. And I just I think that um like I don't follow Trump on Twitter. Yeah. Everybody else does. Well, it's like funny. Steve, I Steve, tell me about what Trump said every fucking day. Can you believe what Trump said? I'm like I have no idea what he said. No, that's because I, it's not off Twitter. It's on the news. Um, but I don't, I don't watch the news. Anymore. But the thing is, is that <laughs> I don't follow him on Twitter anymore. I got tired of his bullshit. But everybody that retweets and comments what he says fills my Twitter up with his shit anyway. So it's kind of like you can't kind of get away from it. Like it's, it's so seldom for me. I guess it's just who I follow. But it's just it's seldomly do I see it, honestly. And I think there's even a way in Twitter to block keywords. Mm. Like you can block things that have Trump in it, and it would block the whole fucking tweet. You wouldn't even see it. Mm. So it's like if they provide a way for you not to see it, then what's the issue? Yeah. You know? But also, too, on the flip side – even if I saw it, I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. who? Why? Why is everyone so fucking upset? But um, I don't know. Personally, I think this is the the perfect compromise. Yeah, I was gonna say the meme that, ground that Twitter can make. I mean, nothing's gonna be perfect. But yeah. Twitter, I've I've always noticed that the powers that be over there for Twitter really want their platform to be open. Yeah, they don't want it to be like Facebook, where it's it's like if you say the wrong thing, you're fucking no. You can't do nothing. So they want to have – they have basic bylaws. Their bylaws are kind of common sense. Yeah. Like no hate speech, you know. Well, yeah. Don't be an asshole. <clears throat> well, yeah, you know but that, I mean? that's, the, that's the thing that I, was, that I was trying to say that Seth MacFarlane was saying is that 
we kind of don't need this because we as humans should be able to decipher this shit and as as adults be able to react and you know accordingly like oh somebody's promoting this kind of thing then you just come back with you know by saying they're it's bullshit blah 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 he goes but making it you know safe for people isn't helpful it doesn't help the argument or help the debate because by you know and he's basically saying that how much stock should we be putting in twitter to to coddle us while at the same time we should be you know you should be giving us the information and we as humans should be able to process it however we want and and i agree with him however he's being idealistic well, yeah. at the end of, at the end of the day yes we should be able to do that but most of us aren't and yeah. twitter needs to keep their fucking lights on yeah you know what I mean? So they they have to make a compromise. They can't they can't be like, listen, guys, you're all adults. You know, you go ahead and and, and be adults and and do what you need to do. It will turn into a dumpster fire, which is what Twitter was for a while. Yeah, it didn't which bother you, me. Which YouTube is right now, <laughs> and YouTube is now, and that doesn't bother me either. <laughs> you know, but there, as a society, people are more sensitive now. Yeah, you know, and they'll they'll freak out about little things, and until. <laughs> Until people grow up a little bit and go, we don't give a fuck that you're upset. Right. Because you're upset for a stupid reason. Then until that day comes, this is the shit we're going to have to deal with. Yeah. Like I completely agree with, with Seth Farland. I, I, and that was my first reaction yeah. when I heard about this. was like, I mean, we're adults. What the fuck? But it's, we're not. Yeah. Not yeah, all of us are adults. <laughs> There's a difference. And I told, <laughs> I told uh, my wife because we were talking about somebody at her work being fucking out of pocket. I said, there's a difference between being an adult and being a grown-up. Like, there's a lot of adults. Yeah. But there's not a lot of grown-ups. Yeah, that's true. Like, I know people that are double my age that act like my children. Well, all you have and to do sad. is all you have to do is look at those those families that got in a fist fight because of a 13-year-old's baseball call. Mm-hmm. They got into a fist fight with the kid. It's like what the fuck are you guys doing? Is this where, is this where, you, this where you want to be when Jesus comes back? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this, this the hill you want to die on? I'm like, come, like, come on, dude. They got a guy in my work right now, and um, I used to be good friends with him, too. We used to hang out a lot. You know him, but yeah. you know, I'll leave his name out. Um, his name is he's, Jack. No, Jack. <laughs> right. I'll leave his name out. Social security name. Um, his phone number, he, his address. <laughs> he was on track to, to, he was one of the better employees. He was on track to get a, um, a uh, promotion hmm. and um, unfortunately that promotion fell through it didn't fall through because of him it's just sometimes jobs are open and they're not right. no one got the job right it's just the, the upper posi- the position uh, didn't wasn't available anymore people who we've never even met before <coughs> right said that no just take that off so he instead of going okay you know i got taken in stride you know let's make some moves over here he threw a big temper tantrum started not working at all hmm. um and this this is going on like two years and uh, just recently, he's become the um, HR king. No, he calls he calls HR and managers if they don't agree with them. He calls HR anyone who tries to check him. And he was calling. Now he started to call HR on um, fellow employees, and then he was talked to. He was talked to by the manager, like, "Hey, chill the fuck out." Right. Like you're, and she she basically told him, "You're only hurting yourself. You're not hurting us. No one's listening to you anymore." Yeah. Because you're the boy that cried wolf. Exactly. And he threw another temper tantrum and walked out on Friday. I don't think he quit. He just walked out. He just huffed and puffed and left. And I'm like, that is – we're standing there and we were just talking about politics and stuff. 
And I told my friend, um, who's this chick who's like 10 years younger than me. And I go, you see him right now? She goes, yeah. I'm like, that's the majority of American society today. He didn't get his way. So he took his toys and he left. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. He doesn't want to hear any compromises or how he's fucking up. He it's, he's right. Fuck you. I'm better than everybody else. Yeah. You know, and and it's sad because Which is clearly it's wrong because I am. I mean, that 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 title belongs to me, right? <laughs> and it's funny too is what I've noticed is a lot of people go, "Oh, most people are like that." And it's not true. No, most people true. aren't like that. Most people are middle of the road. Don't give a fuck half the time, like Steve and I, and I. Yeah. And we don't give a fuck to the point that we're not going to stand on a fucking hill for everything either. Right. It's not important. Yeah, it's like you you, know? you you pick your battles. Right. I used to get that but at work all have, the time. I used to get that at work all the time of like. You know, why don't you say something? I go, because this is not a hill I want to die on. Who cares? Yeah. You know, it, but you have Or if it bothers like me, if it bothers me, it's like, whatever. I just, it's like, whatever. I just, there'll be something that'll bother me next week. So like, should it, should it work to me? Shit, of course. I work in corporate America. I work for a big bank. Um, shit will happen. That's like, what? Yeah. Like, it doesn't, there's changes all the time, you know, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, when I leave, What's important to me is at my house. You know what I mean? Right. Like I don't. It's whatever. That's where I make money. I'll make moves over there to make money and make sure I can move up in the company. And, and I'm doing that slowly but surely. Um, and as long as that's okay, I really don't give a fuck about all the little petty shit. Yeah. But everybody else does. Yeah. And the thing is, is that, the, and one of the th- things that most people don't understand is the the less or least amount you bitch when you do bitch, people are gonna listen. Well, I tell people too, like, I go, if you're going to complain, and I tell my kids this too, because I was told this. I said, if you're going to complain, fine, but you better have a fucking solution. Yeah. Don't just complain. If it's about stupid shit, like, we'll sit here on the podcast and complain about the movie industry. <laughs> what? Who cares? You know, we're just <laughs> complaining about bigger shit that doesn't really matter. But if you're complaining about, like, a process or a procedure at work, and you tell your manager, this is fucking garbage. This is ridiculous. Your manager's going to go, okay, well, what's your idea? And yeah. if you don't have an idea, then you're just a bitch. Yeah. And you're going to be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was my, that was one thing that at my old job was, um, you know, everybody hated because, because instead of being a traditional nine to, you know, Monday through Friday job, you know, there were, alter, you know, some people had to work, two people had to work six days a week, mandatory. And it was one of those where it wasn't like for me, it was like, oh, well, you know, it's Monday through Friday, blah, blah, blah. And then you get hired. And then after a couple of weeks, it's like, okay, well, you need to work six days, two times a week, two times a month. And it was kind of like, well, that wasn't really specified, but it was like, whatever. And then after about a year, I went up and I said, I went to the supervisor and I was like, you know, why don't we just have somebody do a Tuesday through Saturday shift. I go, yeah, it's going to, it's changing the dynamic. I go, but you do a Tuesday through Saturday shift. So then you have one person that's constantly there on a Saturday. I go, and then you only have one person working, um, having to work six day a week. And then it's suddenly, instead of having to do it twice a month, most people are going to only have to do it once a month. I go, and then everybody can kind of have a little bit of a normal life. I, and then if somebody calls out, you know, at least, you know, you're going to have that one person that's always going to be there. So shit needs to be handled on a Saturday. You can tell that person on Friday because they're going to be there on Saturday instead of figuring out who's going to, you know, handle it. Right. And at first she said, no, I was like, all right, fine, whatever. 
So I just walked away. And then everybody was like, what'd she say? And I go, she said, no. They're like, why? And I was like, I don't know. Probably because they didn't think of it. I don't know. And then I sat down and, and then after like two weeks later, uh, the supervisor came back up to me and said, remember when you asked me about that? I'm like, yeah. And you turned me down. (laughs) And it's just like, well, I know I was just, she, I was, I was just thinking about some other shit at the time. And she's like, who would I go? Well, you could be a volunteer who would be willing to do that. I go, but I'd be willing to do that. And then she was like, why? And I go, because I actually prefer to work on Saturdays. And she's like, why? And I go, because none of you are here. Right. <laughs> and, and she's like, well, that's honest. And I'm like, it's true, but it is honest. You know, but yeah, I mean, you, ha- you should offer a solution if you're going to do that. But at the same time, if, you, if something is fundamentally wrong and you complain all the time, nobody's going to listen to you. But if you choose your times wisely and don't bitch about every little thing, then the one time you do come up and say, hey, you know what? This is kind of fucked up. Why? These are the reasons why. Because of this, this, and the other. Don't just say because that's more work for us. They don't give a shit. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to work. You know, but if you sit there and bitch and then say like, because it makes this process a lot longer. It makes this process a lot, you know, and, and, and eventually. And there's a better way of doing it. There's this. a better way of doing it. And then they'll be like, okay, well, let's, let's look into that. And then your, you know, your voice is going to carry. But if you and just sit there and call HR every minute, nobody, you're going to, the minute they see you, they're going to roll their eyes. Right. And the, and, and it's funny too, but the, I don't know. And now I just want to vent a little bit about it. This is my <laughs> podcast. So fuck it. Steve and I can do whatever the fuck we want. On That's here. right. That's right. Um, there's that. And then there's people that work that are gossips and they like to, you know, spread rumors. And there's this one dude at work again, names out, you know, and I don't really have a personal problem with him, but he seems to have a personal problem with me. And, um, he he's gives me dirty looks a lot. He's attracted he's, to you. Huh? He's attracted to you. Probably. I don't yeah. know. Well, he is a K dude actually. Oh, <laughs> and he's, he's, he he's hangs out with the, he, he's a bear lover. You're a bear to him. <laughs> No, no. He hangs out with some chicks and they're they're just gossip hounds. They fucking um start rumors and and like we all gossip. Yeah. But there's there's a difference between like, oh, did you hear and then making up shit. Oh right. To to just be malicious. So I usually I I usually have friends that are girls. I don't know. I I, I, look, I enjoy the company of beautiful women. Okay. Um so there's a couple of chicks that will be at my desk sometimes. We're just talking they're usually talking about their boyfriends. You know, and stuff like that. <laughs> like it's like normal conversations. Um, and he's told people he's in the same room as me, but he's on the other side. He's told a few people that um I'm sleeping with them. So <laughs> first and foremost, I'm like, you must think I'm way cooler than I actually am, because these girls are like ten years younger than me, and I'm just trying to get through the day without dying at this point. <laughs> you know, so um This is where you go, Okay, first of all, I ain't sleeping with them. I'm fucking them. But I ain't sleeping because we don't. Because once you hit sleeping with it, that takes the relationship to a whole new level. Stay woke, motherfucker. I don't play games. <laughs> Thank you for um, coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> Drop a mic and shit. Um, but there was a little talking to the manager on Thursday because um, we were both in the break room and he was with one of his little goons. And I was just with my friend, um, Tori. I'll say her name because I don't fucking care. <laughs> um, and she was, we were just getting water. You know, they give us purified water, trying to stay right. You know, right. Um, and he was just with the steady, dirty looks. You know, he's looking at her and he's looking at me, and he's just fucking up and down. So me being me, I go, "Hey, is there a problem?" 
Like, do you need something? And he's like, what? And he starts freaking out. And I'm like, you looking over here kind of hard. Are you, you curious about something? You need something? You need me to help you with something? <laughs> and he just scurries away. You need me In- to teach you something? <laughs> right. Like, what the fuck? Immediately tells the manager. Right. That I was harassing him. Oh, what the fuck? My manager loves me. Because I do all the work. Right. Like, <laughs> so she pulls me in the office with him. And I'm, and I'm like, I need to be calm here. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, I'm like, I'll just be real calm, real collective. So she's, she says what he said. And he goes, yeah, Adam just um, popped off at me. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, I asked you if you needed something. Because you kept looking at me. I said, I wasn't upset. I was upset. But <laughs> I said, I wasn't upset. But it looked like you needed something. Usually when someone keeps looking at somebody, it's because they're trying to get their attention. So when I asked you, you were a little rude and walked out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> so the so the manager's like, whatever. And then she told me later, um, she goes, that was some old school meets new school bullshit because most people don't do that anymore. Yeah. They just like to talk behind each other's back. I'm like, I don't do that. You have a problem with me, I'm, I'm going to step to you and ask you what the fuck the issue is. You know what I mean? But – I don't know. He's just – he's a weird dude and I think he thinks because and, – and I have no problem with homosexuals. Anyone listening to this podcast knows that. But I think he feels that since he's gay, it's like he's a woman and I can't hit him. <laughs> like no, man. No, you got anything coming. The amount of dicks that are in your mouth on a daily basis is none of my business. That's I can what, knock you the fuck out. That's where you go. We go, look, you may think I might, may, may not be able to hit a gay man. I won't hit a gay man. I won't hit any man. I just stab his ass so I can look into his eyes while the life leaves his body. <laughs> shank him and go, make America great again. Just shank <laughs> You come in with a fucking prison shiv. You, you stab him, break it. You go to the drain, dump it down. <laughs> I don't know, man. And, he, and since he's now on my radar, I'm paying more attention to him. He's one of those dudes that has like, tattoos of diff they're all from different languages and oh. denominations <laughs> like <laughs> i'm like why do you have multiple different religions tattooed on you this is making sense <laughs> they're like conflicting it reminded me of that um sarah marshall movie oh right yeah which is like, these are conflicting ideologies <laughs> don't make any sense <laughs> but whatever well who am i you know exactly I don't know. So. all right so the House, the U.S. House of Representatives has voted to block Ajit Pai's attempt to kill a San Francisco broadband law designed to promote broadband competition in apartment buildings. It was reported last week the Federal Communication Commission chair has scheduled a January, a July, January, a July 10th vote on a measure that would pre- preempt the San Francisco City Ordinance, which lets internet service providers use existing wiring inside multi-unit residential and commercial properties, even if the wire wiring isn't already used by an, by another ISP that serves the building. The ordinance applies only when the inside wiring belongs to the property owner, but it makes uh, but it makes it easier for ISPs to compete in many multi-unit buildings already served by another provider. Pi claims that the city's rule deters broadband deployment because of course it does and infringes on the FCC's regulation of cable wiring. But US rep Katie Porter, Democrat from California, proposed a budget amendment that would forbid the FCC from using any funding to implement or enforce Pi's preemption proposal. Quote, the FCC's mission is to promote competition, Porter said in a statement 
her office provided to Ars Technica. We should be holding them accountable to fulfilling this mission, which is why I am seeking to defund their declaratory draft ruling preemptive preempting San Francisco's local ordinance, effectively preventing competition. The House, which is controlled by Democrats on Wednesday, approved the Financial Service and General Government Appropriations Act for fiscal 2020 and for the and in a mostly party line vote of 224 to 196. San Francisco and the state of California have led the way on consumer protection for Trump's um, following the Trump administration's assault on net neutrality, a spokesperson for Nancy Pelosi told Ars Technica, the speaker applauds Representative Kate Porter's, Katie Porter's leadership in ensuring broadband choices remain in the hands of San Francisco residents and not in the hands of anti-consumer puppets of special interest corporations. In our, it is our hope that the city's policy can serve as a model for localities across the country and and that the FCC will recommit to its purpose of consumer-first agencies in order to remove barriers and improve access to broadband. The amendment, which could still fe- could still be defeated in the Senate with Republicans' control 53 to 47, or Trump could veto the appropriations bill, which is probably more likely. Pi's preempt- preemption proposal is titled Improving Competitive Broadband Access to Multi-Tenant Environments. Even though it would actually block a rule that gives ISP acts, ISPs access to multi-unit buildings, Pi's preemption would, um, proposal came in response to a petition from a trade group that rep- represents ISPs that serve multi-tenant properties. So the crux of this is, for most people to understand, uh, when you go to a, uh, when you move into an apartment or uh, a you know, multi-house dwelling and you can only get internet from a specific provider, that's right. what the, the, what San Francisco is trying to do is eliminate that rule. So when you go in there, you can actually, oh, well, most people get this, but you can pretty much get whatever the fuck you want. Um, most people will find that with, in it, like I think your building was Cox, right? No, mine, um, well, my current building that I'm in is Cox, right. which works for me because that's the company I use. But the one I lived in, uh, the apartment I lived in previously uh, was CenturyLink only. Right. And it was trash. Right, and and cer- I know there's certain apartments that if you move into, you can only have Directv or you can only have Spectrum, you right. know, and uh, that's and basically what when I was reading reading this, you come to find out that the property owner gets a kickback from the cable company to allow their wires to only be used by them, and so they're you know Agit Pai, of course is saying, well, this limits you know competition and 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 um, broadband access because. You know, nobody's going to want to improve their, you know, their, uh, their, what do you call it? Their uh, network because of, of this. And it's like, no, that's actually the opposite of what it does. Because right. now you need to compete with everybody else. So you're going to have to get the better shit. When you have people that are forced to get it, what's your incentive to improve? None. And that is absolutely true. Because when I was with the apartment with CenturyLink, um, I verified that you could get way better deals um, w- when you were in a, in an area that you could get both. Yeah. So if you were like in a house, like I, I have a couple of homies that had a house at the time and they were like, Oh yeah, it's like I pay fucking $15 a month or some stupid for internet when I was paying like 80 Yeah. because I had no choice. Right. You know, and they knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, and that, but that goes to a bigger problem with certain areas like, um, 
I'm trying to remember what show was talking about, but they were talking about how internet providers um, uh, state claims to certain areas of the country. Yeah, That's why you don't see Cox in California or Southern California because it's mostly spectrum. And also in areas of New York, you know, and stuff like that. That's why you never see those those companies moving into other people's territories because there is an agreement of like, okay, well, we have this, you have this, you have this. But that stops with, you know, when you have access of like, um, I don't know, like, uh, well, at one point, you know, Google Fiber or, or Verizon Frontier, you know, you can get different plans, you know, different ones in there. But for TV service and stuff like that, unless you're going streaming online, you know, if you try to get a box and stuff like that, you're pretty much kind of fucking limited. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's, it's stuff like that. So, you know. And honestly, the FCC... Although this Ajit Pai is a fucking douchebag, like unapologetically too. Well, you knew he, you know, because he used to be a Verizon lobbyist. So right. it's like he's trying, he makes he's no, making money. He makes no qualms that who he yeah. works for. You don't give a fuck. So the FCC is the entity that's supposed to protect us from stuff like right. that, and it's become the problem. Although, hey, Howard Stern was telling us in the eighties, all right? Yeah. <laughs> for different reasons but uh, yeah the FCC is a fucking joke right now and I think it's funny that the FCC which I think is something that is necessary when they're doing what they're supposed to be doing right. um, is still around but our president's uh, uh, group <laughs> closes other shit that was working just fine yeah because it limited the power of the lobbies right so it's gonna take a miracle to clean this fucking up. I'm going to tell you like that. Yeah. It's a mess right now. So speaking of dumpster fires, <laughs> so our main, um, this week's main topic is YouTube, particularly a video that Adam discovered. And um, here's a portion of the 30 minute long video, just under 30 minutes, but here's a portion of that uh, particular video. Pick and choose who the rules apply to. The rules apply to some people and the rules do not apply to other people. YouTube decides, there's no rules. It's just YouTube saying, you're allowed, you're allowed, you rack racker, you're allowed. Advertisers are a bigger priority to this platform than the community. You could be a little bit disappointed by the way the game is working right now. You've forbidden us from making mature content and then fund an entire multi-million dollar show making that sort of content. They don't want to even respond to these double standards that are just so infuriating. They just care about these large companies that already have millions of dollars, you know, and they're showing it. Don't make rules if they don't apply to yourself. I was talking to my guy, I'm like, man, I feel like this has become worse than working with like a television executive right. at this right. point. So um, well, he said to me, go work with a TV executive and then let me know how it is. Platforms seem to take the attitude uh, that they own you and they kind of say, well, screw you if you don't like it. They treat their users like disposable cutlery. You know, they make you. So the video is titled Why Everyone's Leaving YouTube. And now while viewing this video for me, I found it to actually be more of a promotional video for a new platform while at the called same library. Yeah. Called library while at the same time masking alternative news vids as content creators. Uh, many of these people were using Logan Paul as their martyr. Uh, yes, we have seen a decreased number in conspiracy theories, alt-right vlogs and downright racist videos. Uh, what did you come away with Adam? Um, uh, so much. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think um, 
they make sort of a point, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, of course they're gonna they're going to give more attention to the big media companies because they're gonna make more money off of it. Yeah. Like YouTube is trying to make money. They're not this charitable organization for fucking reaction videos. And it makes <laughs> no sense. You know, and, and the thing is is that I feel that a lot of the creators are trying to take this moral high ground. Right. Right. Because I think a lot of their audience is young and they don't understand how business works. And it's like, listen, you don't you don't have any say. You're not paying to be on this service. Right. So you don't get to say what, what you want. It doesn't what you want is irrelevant. Right. And then they'll make the argument, oh, well, we're generating a lot of revenue. And I use the analogy, which I think was a good analogy because Steve laughed. Um, a prostitute makes a lot of money for a pimp. That doesn't mean she gets a 401k. Exactly. You know, it's it's kind of a cruel reality, I guess. But it's just the way it is. Yeah. Like YouTube does not give a flying fuck what you think is fair. You know, it's they they're gonna give their attention. They, look at look at what they're doing. YouTube TV. It's obvious they're trying to do that. Yeah. They, they tried to make a premium service with content creators not too long ago. Yeah. And no one gave a fuck. So there's only one show out of that that even gets any attention, and that's Cobra Kai. And that had <laughs> nothing to do with content creators from YouTube. Right. Cause, you know, so. Yeah, because my, like, and Adam and I were talking about this before the show. Um, one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting is that you have quote unquote content creators, which essentially is just you talking into a camera, kind of like a podcast where you're talking into a mic. Um, uploading it onto a free platform and then make money off of it. You know, I mean, you know, some people say, well, I spend money on the stuff. It's like, you don't have to. And nine times out of 10, all people do is have a green screen behind them and then, and, and then run a run, um, whatever kind of thing behind that. But at the same time, it's like you make content. Yes, that's free that you make money off of ad revenue. But at the same time, it's not like there isn't a whole lot of yeah. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna demonetize stuff that breaks the rules, but it's their rules to break. And, and there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people on YouTube, like content creators that I do like watching. One perfect one is Linus Tech Tips. I like Linus Tech Tips. He he makes really high quality shit and he talks about technology stuff. But those people aren't really complaining as much. Yeah, it's the ones who are doing very little. Like making skit videos, okay, people think you're funny. But making a skit video in your neighborhood or in your house is not is not exactly <laughs> breaking the bank for you. Not to mention a lot of these are made – half of the time they're made with fucking cell phones. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, there's some people that step their game up because that's what they want to do fine. You know, but they also make money other places. Right. One of the things that I was that I kind of noticed when I was watching this video, especially if you kind of looked in the background when they showed screenshots or or things like that. And then you hear the keyword alternative news, you know, that they're you know, they, they only want the mainstream media. They don't want alternative news. Usually when it's implied as to alternative news, usually means it's counter news like. Oh, well, the mainstream media usually is more liberal oriented, but we're going not just right, we're going hard right. Like it's conspiracy theories and they even throw in the whole thing about, well, you know, if uh, even they, you write in Hillary Clinton is, you know, all these things don't come up anymore. And it's kind of like, yeah, and yeah, they donated, but it, 
but what always cracks me up when you see this stuff is when you see hear people that say like, oh, they donated here, but you never see everybody else that they donate to. And a lot of times big companies donate to both sides. Yeah. Because they're gonna need them, regardless of whether they, you know, go ideology wise. But the problem is is that the, the reason why it's so huge now is because you have Republicans in Congress saying that, oh, they're stifling free speech. They're not stifling free speech. Because here's the big thing. Everybody, I, I said this on Twitter the other day. I go, you know, if the Republicans didn't frighten their base so bad about everything, if they didn't do that, most of them would vote re- Democrat. And the reason is this. Every time a conservative comes out, it's they're going to take your guns. They're going to get rid of white people. They're going to make Spanish the, um, the, you know, the primary language. They, you know, they're going to, they're going to get rid of Christians. They want to take away Christmas because you hear Trump going, you know, going like, yeah, you hear people can say Merry Christmas now. They, they always could. Yeah, I've never <laughs> not said that. Yeah, you're, you're never <laughs> not allowed to say and that. And it's never been an issue either. Exactly. Like there was, there's this one girl at my, at my work. She's Jewish. I did not know. And I said, hey, Merry Christmas. She says, oh, I'm Jewish. I'm like, oh, cool. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. That was it. Exactly. That was the end of that conversation. Yeah. And, and, but my point is, is that they do this scare tactic of, oh, they're trying to silence the right. They're trying to silence them. And it's like, well, have you guys ever heard of Prager U? Because that's very conservative, but they have a lot of videos on YouTube. You know, it's like, but they don't, they don't jump into the conspiracy theory or the, you know, the discussions of, oh, yeah, well, Michelle Obama is a gorilla or Michelle Obama is a man, you know, and baseless and just utter offensive, you know, content or that's just out to shock value, like the whole Logan Paul thing with the hanging forest stuff, you know, and, and you know, and see, him using. Oh, no, go an, ahead. I'll say something about and, that when you're done. And him using anti-Semitic terms. You know, and some of the other YouTube guys that got nailed and got banned because they were using anti-Semitic slurs or, you know, talking, you know, raising praise about Hitler and stuff like that. It's like that freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequence. And we've discussed this before. Freedom of speech. People, no one knows what freedom of speech is. Oh, no. People think there's this, this divine providence that you can say whatever you want and no one is allowed to say anything back to you. Yeah. Freedom of speech means the, the government cannot arrest you right. for saying something, <laughs> which is extremely powerful. Like that's great because honestly before America came along, <laughs> you keep your fucking mouth shut or you'll get thrown <laughs> in jail in a lot of these um, you know, monarchies back right. in the day. But um, yeah, freedom of speech. Like, if I if I want to if I want to tell Steve, hey, I think uh, the way you have your room decorated is fucking garbage. Th- then, in their logic, he can't tell me anything. He just has to accept that, right? No, he, fuck that. He could tell me I'm a piece of shit in yeah. my own business. Yeah. And then I know? and then I tell him, I was like, that's not what your wife said, you know. Eh. And then, yeah, you know. But see, that's the thing is, but this, that's hate speech, <laughs> and I'm upset now. <laughs> But that's the whole thing is it's like you get this whole concept of like uh, Jim, Jim Jeffries on his show was talking about freedom of speech and saying how nobody understands how freedom of speech works. He's like, because if somebody sits there and says, you know, comes up to you and says, you know, uh, you know, uh, what he says, he goes, he goes, I don't like you because you're gay and you're black. He goes, that doesn't mean he's free from he goes, he's free from uh, repercussions because then I'll just turn like, well, you're a dickless cunt. 
He's like, you know, that's, he's like, I can say that. I can say yeah. that back, you know, and it's, it's true because it's, it's, it's the, 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 my whole point for bringing all of that up was because the Republicans sit there and tell you, oh, they're stymieing free speech. They're, you know, they're, they're taking our rights away. But if you ever look, Fox News is the highest rated news broadcast, you know, cable news broadcast. Their radio, their radio, and I guess they have a podcast, uh, like an app for podcasts and stuff like that. That's basically like, like NPR One does. Um, highly downloaded, high, um, highly profitable for them. Also, uh, their people like Glenn Beck, Rush Limbaugh, Ben Shapiro, all of those guys, highly rated, high downloads, always usually in the top ten of like iTunes or whatever. No, they're not. They're not being suppressed. Because if they were being suppressed, they wouldn't be in the top ten. And my and that's the thing is is that the, they they it's always this scariness of like they're trying to silence us so the base can come in and 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 say like oh well, we're gonna boycott YouTube full fuck you you nobody's gonna be boycotting YouTube because I want to see you watch a cat video that's not on YouTube you know I, <laughs> you know it's like I, nobody's gonna do that I kind of think too like before the Cold War. There was a communist party. Yeah. They were small, yeah. but there was a communist party. Just and like before it World really War II, wasn't an was a- issue until the Cold War. Because right, now you're part of the enemy. Exactly, because so, before before World War II, there was a Nazi party. Now, I'm not saying the alt-right is the communist party. I'm not saying that. I'm also not saying the communist party of old was bad. I'm just saying that sometimes it's not things are being silenced. Sometimes things are dying out. Yeah. And I think conservatism conservatism um is not dying out. I think that's the, that's as a as a structure for an an economy and for a way of life is suitable. There's nothing wrong with it. It's the fringes and it goes it goes a liberal way too. Oh yeah. It, it's it's always when you're watching the news you're not watching the normal conser- conservative. You're not watching the normal liberal. You're watching these caricatures of of said ideology because the ideologies are pretty similar there's not much that's different it's just conservatism is a little bit more um i don't know <laughs> well like if you, a little more old school i guess i don't know right when you like i had said something about um somebody had said well the left has gone too far left like the 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 um you know the left has gone that far and i'm like well true when the right has gone so far right, the left gets further left. Yeah, they're responding to each other. Yeah, and I go the pro, uh, but I but I'm talking about directionally. When you move further to the right, the left gets further left. I go and and in 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 that ideology, the center becomes more left. You know, and it's the same thing with the left. When the left becomes more um, becomes more left, more militant left. You know, the right becomes further right, but also at the same time, the moderates become further right. So it's 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 it eventually you're going to get so far from the center that you're going to end up touching again because you hit a circle. Right. And the problem with that is that you know, people like to think that that moderate is is bad that somehow it, it's 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 you know, moderates you know don't get anything done and this is where I disagree with AOC is that no moderates are what what got this country through a lot of of tough times. You know, no not all you know, and, and we can disagree on things like, you know, that's the whole point 
is we should be able to disagree. But at the same time, and, and we've gotten to a point where where the right and left are so worried about the base that everybody else, which makes up the middle, or as 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 Nixon called the silent majority, you know, which is basically moderates or independents or whatever you want to call them, um, you know, left out in the cold. Well, and it's gotten so bad that um, swing voters have become a third party. Yeah, you know, and it's it's um. It's just, it's actually kind of fun to watch. I'm going to be honest <laughs> because it's it's this constant focusing on things that aren't important, that aren't happening. Right. You're making everything so big and so crazy. And this has been going on for fucking centuries. This isn't something new, right. this propaganda machine. I mean the fucking Romans were doing it. You know what I mean? But it's such a wide scale because we're in the age of information. Like we can communicate with each other at lightning speed. You know, so things right. are getting shot at you so damn fast. You don't know what the hell is true anymore. Well, it's like I, I had said, I go in an information age, we are so in an information age, we are also illiterate. You know, yeah. we, we, we refuse to look up the information, even though you can just type it into Google and it'll show up and it'll send you to the Wikipedia page where you can read about it. You know, right. uh, but, you know, with this, this whole thing with YouTube, YouTube has been under the microscope as of late about suppressing certain things and and you know from a personal aspect I, I i know i've said this on the show before i used to like watching conspiracy theory videos oh one of the things in the video i thought was perfect was hilarious was the guy goes i did a perfectly appropriate um flat earth video and they and it, it got demonetized and i was like that was one your first problem flat earth <laughs> um but the thing is is that if you're doing that kind of content, you know, it's like find somewhere, find someplace else, find someplace else to go, but you won't. And like I said, this video, Adam said, what did you say? It went on way too long. It, it went on so long and they just kept repeating themselves. Yeah. Like but they it, never it just gave, sounded like whining, but they never gave examples, which is one of the things I, I, that I took from this video was, is that they kept saying they're doing this. Oh, look at how far we've dropped when they demonetized us. Um, when they did this, well, yeah, they're monetizing because, uh, they want money. They, that, that's what the companies do. They get money. And the big issue with this is the fact that you have a lot of these guys never telling you why they got demonetized. Now they keep saying, oh, well, I uploaded and I got, de I got demonetized or they didn't, um, they removed my video when they remove or they change something in your video. They do let you know. I've gotten I've gotten emails from Google for episodes that had music on here that they said, "Hey, somebody claimed a copyright on this music," which means you because they're going to run an ad that promotes that song, they're going to that, so you're not going to be able to monetize the video. Okay, that's fine. I was I didn't monetize it anyway. It just says you won't be able to. And I don't even have those videos monetized. I don't have any of the videos monetized. But it's like they do let you know. But they also tell you, this doesn't strike against you. You can still run it, and it's not going to be censored. Before, they used to just cut you off completely. Now they're like, no, it's not going to you know, harm you that much. You just won't be able to do that. And it's like, fine, whatever. I just I miss the YouTube where no one was making money. Yeah. People were just doing crazy shit to do crazy shit. Like They were just seeing what was going on. I mean, old school YouTube was fucking great. And then who bought it? Motherfucking Google. <laughs> and I keep saying it. But that was the thing, like with even when, well, even the early days when Google had it, it it was still kind of the thing was is that it was this free flow of information. Anybody can do whatever they wanted, and a lot of times those people that got famous off of there in the beginning wasn't for money. 
they got famous and it led to something else or people got discovered, you know, like, um, you know, uh, people that did, uh, it's, um, what's it? Um, oh God. Well, like some of those singers that sang on, on there, they got yeah. discovered and then they got a record deal. Some people did a YouTube video, uh, a short and that got picked up and made into a movie and stuff like that. That's what it was used for. It wasn't used to be, Oh, Hey, you know, you can make money off this and sustain a living. And if that was your goal, you need bigger goals. Do you know um, TikTok? So TikTok's that new app yeah. that's out now. And um, TikTok is what YouTube used to be. Really. Mm-hmm. It just the people nowadays are a little more retarded. But it, it was <laughs> the, the same shit. You know, it's just silly people doing weird shit, just trying to get laughs out of everybody. It was just YouTube <laughs> were longer. And you sometimes you would have people go, hey – this is how you replace a fucking pump in a <laughs> whirlpool <laughs> refrigerator, right. you know, and that stuff's still there, yeah. you know, but I do it's it all old. The time. I do it all the time when I look for it. Um, a lot of times I'll still find it though. I'll still go out there and I'll look. I think them. it's because the way, the way YouTube's a logarithm is, and I get it. They need to make money. Everybody's trying to make money. When you open that front page, it's usually, even if I don't search that stuff, but if I search one time for something <laughs> that makes a lot of money, my entire fucking suggestion page is right. full of it, you know, and, and it's fine. I get it. You know, I could just search for what I want. It's right. not the, they have subscriptions for a reason. Right. Exactly. Like it's not that big of a deal, you know, but um, I don't know. It, to sum up, because I think we've gone off the rails a couple of times, but. <laughs> To sum up for me with the YouTube thing is that it's free. Right. Um, if you don't like it, go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, and if, if all of them got together and did what they said they were going to do in that video and leave, they would – everyone would go with them. If their content's worth the money and that's the problem. Right. And that's why the the whole YouTube bread thing didn't work out because a lot of times you're like, oh, I love this dude. He's funny. But then it's like, okay, well, give me 10 bucks a month. And they're like, mm, you're not that funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that, know, now that, it's a different situation. Exactly. And when you, when you do stuff like that, and that's the whole, that's kind of the whole impetus of this is like, and I guarantee you that a lot of those people weren't, weren't making that much money. The people that, that, hey, because when YouTube changed the algorithm, what was it about a year or two ago? Um, to where it's like, okay, not everybody can have the ads. You know, when you go, when you, um, when you, you have, in order to really monetize, you had to have so many views, lifetime, and all this stuff. A lot of people that had smaller videos lost a lot of money. Well, to them, a lot of money. So to me, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like if you guys were really as big as like, let's say, you know, the PewDiePie's, the Logan Paul's, you know, the Jake Paul's, all of them. Yeah, they still they get deals with YouTube and they still make money for YouTube because they have a huge audience. You know, they have sets and they have this and they have that. You're doing it in your living room or you're sitting in front of a green screen making it look like it's a newsroom behind you. It's like most likely you don't have a whole lot. Right. You know, and and, and so it's it's to me it's just like you know, it's a bunch of the smaller people bitching and moaning about how they got cut off. But yeah, you don't hear the big, huge ones like they say. Oh, you know, they in the video. I think they they show Logan Paul saying they sacri- they made him a sacrificial lamb, and I was like, but he's Logan still there. Paul made himself a sacrificial exactly. lamb, exactly. But he also still there, right? You know, he's still on there, and he- that's that's kind of part of the thing too. Is a lot of these content creators, 
people don't realize that the community does self-correct itself in extreme circumstances. Mm -hmm. And you could take Logan Paul or his brother. I don't remember which fucking one did it. Who was the one who did the Japanese thing? Logan. Okay, Logan Paul. So he goes into this forest where people commit suicide and make some jokes. First, there's there's a couple things wrong. First of all, that's fucked up. Right. You shouldn't do that. Second of all, you're in one of the most respectful cultures of all time. So now it's extra fucked up. Yeah. Because you've just offended an entire country. So now – but it's not his fault. (laughs) It's YouTube's fault. Right. And and now we're just sitting there, okay, dude, like you – this almost goes back to my whole there was a communist party back in the day. You're becoming less relevant because people don't want to watch you now. Yeah. You know, the, so you'll the, still have a, a group of kids that will want to watch you. Right. But you're going to lose a huge amount of your audience because you're a dickhead. Yeah. And the fact that you're going to have somebody else that's going to look at the shit you did, going to come out with something that maybe is more intellectual, maybe something that's more – that's cooler, something that's better, maybe that doesn't make him look like a complete douchebag. And is gonna gonna be able to do it better, and then your people are gonna go there. So right. a lot of times, yeah, they may demonetize because your views are getting less, and people sit there and go, "Yeah, look, after they've demonetized us, we went down." Yeah, of course. But then at the same time, it's like, I mean, whose fault is it? Yeah, you can sit there and blame YouTube, but in the end, it's kind of like, what kind of content? You may think your content is finer. I've been doing this content for years, and then suddenly they change. It's like, it's like, yeah. Companies change, policies change, but it's a private fucking company. If you want to really be, if you really want to do something about it, do, go, leave. But I guarantee you that if you all, all of you that on the video that claim to be pissed off and want to move and then moved, nobody would care. I think because a lot of people, it too. Because a lot of people would find somebody else to watch. I think a lot of it too is the way YouTube was and still is, but moving away is perfect for people whose audience are 13-year-olds. Oh, yeah. Because you're making money not from the person who's actually watching you. You're making money from YouTube because they think their ads are making money. Um, But now when it's going to be more direct and you're going to have to ask them for donations, well, you're fucked now because they don't have any money. Yeah. You know, so – Or or they're going to be like, well, you're good but not that good. Exactly. And that's going to be – now your range is very small <laughs> for people who have a lot of disposable income for dumb shit. Exactly. You know, and, and it's just dumb. It's There's a lot of people on YouTube that make some quality shit, 100%. Um, but there's a lot that don't. Yeah. And it's just silly stuff. And I watch a lot of the silly stuff too. I'd never pay for it though. Oh, yeah. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. It's just not worth me paying for. Yeah. You know, like, because I can get the same shit somewhere else for free. Exactly. That's you why know? I get people that are like, oh, hey, you want to read this article? Um, sign up for it. Nope. I'll just find the article somewhere else. It's kind of like I don't understand when um, when people um, pay for, like, these Snapchat girls or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. oh, pay for my, my Patreon and you'll get even more. And I'm like honestly one of the easiest things to see on the internet is is naked women yeah why are you paying for it like that doesn't make sense to me but you know I agree. it's everybody else's money so do what <laughs> they want with it that's the biggest most lucrative way to make money is to be a hot chick yeah you can literally do anything on the internet and people will fucking throw money at you exactly make it rain yeah even jesus would make it rain 
<laughs> <laughs> that girl fine. Yeah, that girl fine. Let's go throw some out there. <laughs> All right. So, and finally tonight, lawyers representing several families of victims in the 2012 shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School said in court in uh, court documents that the legal team acting for Alex Jones, the conspiracy theorist and host of Infowars website, sent them child pornography, which was reported to by the FBI. This this story came out a couple weeks ago, but we have I think we were doing um, our E3 recap at the time, so I didn't really get to get into it. But I thought this was kind of hilarious. Uh, families have filed a defamation suit against Mr. Jones, who has spread the false claim that the sh- new t- um, shooting in Newtown, Connecticut, was a intricate hoax. In a filing on Monday in a con- um, Connecticut court. Lawyers for the family say consultants reviewing documents submitted by Mr. Jones's lawyer as part of the suit found an image of that, quote, appeared to be child pornography, end quote. Mr. Jones learned about these accusations earlier as part of the discovery process, and on his show on Friday, he forcefully denied any involvement in the material in question that was being sent and, um, and accused Chris Ma- uh, Maddie, one of the lawyers representing Sandy Hook families, of trying to frame him. You're trying to set me up with child porn, Mr. Jones said. One mil- one million dollars to put on to put your head on a pike. Norman Paytas, a lawyer for Mr. Jones, said that the allegations were already been investigated by the FBI and that Mr. Jones had been cleared of any wrongdoing. For two weeks, the FBI conducted an inquiry, and I learned on Wednesday of this week that the inquiry concluded that no one here has a any guilty knowledge of those emails. <clears throat> Indeed. There is no reason to suspect anyone even knew they were here, Mr. Pettis said on the InfoWars broadcast on Saturday. In an attempt to use this as a litigation club is the worst form of uh, special pleading to the plaintiff's lawyers, and the plaintiff's lawyers know that, Mr. Pettis said. Calls to the FBI office in New Haven on Monday were not immediately returned. Quote, it is worth noting that if Jones's def- if Jones defendants had engaged in even minimal due negligence and actually reviewed the material before publication, they would have found the images themselves. The lawyers for the families who are with the law firm uh, Koskoff, Koskoff and Binder uh, wrote in their filing. Mr. Matty, through a re- representative, declined to comment beyond the filing. I mean, it is easy. It is also easy to believe that um, someone was could have been making up that he had child porn because yeah. he's a pain in the ass. But it's also the same. It's also reasonable to suspect that Jones would put that in there just to fuck fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes either way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just was like, wow, this guy just can't just stay out of trouble. He's always in trouble. He's in trouble for something. But then again, if you listen to um, the the um, the opposition, Alex Jones himself is a crisis actor. He is. Yeah. We're all in crisis until he shuts the fuck up. Well, if you if you hear like some of the conspiracy ultra conspiracy theorists say Alex Jones is part of the plot by mainstream media. Yeah, he's there to th- like listen to distract you. So if you're listening to him, you feel like you're doing something, thus not do anything. Right, exactly. Or yeah. he's, there, he's there to make it so outrageous that you won't believe the real stuff that's coming out um, that these you know these woke people have for you. And uh, you know then then 
because he's just a joke. So he's working with the media to make it harder for the, the truth to get out there. Can, can everyone just do me a favor and stay woke? All right. The comedian I said, he goes, Hey, between woke and lazy, I'm going to lean lazy every time. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true though. Because <laughs> so, a lot of times too, it's, it's just nonsense. You know what I mean? Like Alex Jones is a joke to me. Oh yeah. No matter what happens, like he could do whatever. I just out of fucking care. Like he, he's just so silly. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think the, I sent you a meme the other day, Alex Jones, didn't I? I think so. He had like a tinfoil hat on. Oh yeah, yeah, up. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was funny too because I saw I, on the the article that I got this this story from on the in the comments the guy goes, he goes, yeah, people people like to frame him and edit his shit. He goes, I never heard him once say the frogs were gay, and I was like, are you kidding me? Frogs are gay. Yeah, like, he goes, that makes the frogs gay. I go, are you kidding me? I've seen the video like a million times. It cracks me up all the time. You know, where he's just like, I don't want anything that makes the frogs gay. It's like he said that a million times. Like he literally screamed it at you. Yeah. It's like it's hard to miss. You know, because uh, I think John one time was like, who's Alec? He goes, who is this guy? So I pulled it up on YouTube and I played one of his collages, and he just stared and he goes. I can't believe this guy exists. And yeah. I was like, yeah, neither can we, but he does. All right. Well, that's our episode for this week for Merck's birthday. Merck. Merck. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you want to help us out, there are two ways you can. One, you can leave us a review wherever you get the show. Stitcher, iTunes, go to the uh, lazygeese.com and, and um, leave a comment on the blog. Uh, recommend the show to your friends. Or two, if you really want to help us out, you can donate. Uh, any dollar you donate will help keep the show going, pay our hosting fees, our uh, uh, upgraded equipment, or even help produce new content. So just head over to lazygeeks.com and click on the donate button. And you can definitely follow us on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash lazygeeks, Twitter and Instagram, both at the Lazy Geeks, and send us some feedback, comments, suggestions for episodes, uh, conspiracy theories, um, fucking Alex Jones quotes <laughs> <laughs> or you know how um how you plan to leave YouTube right <laughs> how YouTube is screwing you how YouTube is fucking you over right exactly I'll tell you what Lipson don't fuck us over no okay? I just want to put that out there exactly um the geeks at the lazy geeks.com is hey, that email hey you remember this time <laughs> last time yeah. you, you went through all that and you left one fucking room. time I forgot <laughs> and I'm never gonna hear the end <laughs> no never <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Lipson has never fucked us over, and we've been with them for almost 10 years now. So, uh, or actually nine years now. It'll be nine years now. Um, all right, so if you want more content from us, just head over to the blog, thelazygeeks.com. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Have a happy and safe America's birthday. Um, and if you're if you're gonna use fireworks, be be safe about it. But don't be at, a fucking asshole yeah. with the fireworks, please. But But if you do, if you are gonna be fucking up, Put the podcast on because you need kind of two hands to get that going. Then when you light off the firework and you lose that one hand, this the podcast will still be playing and you can just kind of cradle that other hand while you don't have to futz with listening to yeah. something. So, um, and we'll make the pain go away. <laughs> <laughs> so happy, happy Merka. Happy birthday, Merka. Merka. Uh, so until next time, live large. If you ain't living large, you ain't living at all. Mm-hmm.